Of course. And this, and I think, you know, this tagline kind of shows they know who they're playing to. Mm -hmm. And that that's really what this film is because Frank Langella did this on stage for a long time and women were mesmerized by his, his sexiness. And his He's over- freaking smoking hot. I never thought of, cause I seen him so much in like as an older person right? and like playing like Nixon and things like that. Sure. We're like, not decidedly not hot <laughs> right so to like see him all young and like in his like freaking like hot sexy prime in yeah. this i was like yeah i get it panties on the floor yes immediately done yeah horror movie survival guide is a weekly podcast where i gorehound julia marchesi delves into my horror movie notebook to corrupt another one of my longtime chums terry gamble who is hiding in the creepy horror closet <laughs> My mission is to learn the gospel of horror movie survival and to incorporate Julia's wealth of wisdom to become a final girl disciple. Join us as we take a deep dive into everything from OG horror to newly released films, but preferably classics on VHS. We'll talk about obscure details that no one else notices. Spin off into alternate casting universes, crush on some dodgy foxy fellows and creepy uncles, and arm ourselves with the knowledge necessary to become the final girl. And a one and a two and a three. Welcome Come to, to Horror Movie Survival Guide. She's Terry. Um, that's Julia. And this week we're talking about another movie from the year of our birth, 1979. The best year ever, ever, uh, ever. We will be talking about Dracula. Dracula. Uh, the title of this episode is uh, a Renfield line. Can you do Renfield voice? Nice and fat and, and juicy. Oh, that was good. The face that went longer, it was amazing. Uh, did I look crazy enough for you? you? did. Crazy eyes. Uh, This movie was made for $12 million. It made $20 million. Okay. Well, but not like, you know. Not as well as some of the other ones. Not as much as like a a couple weeks ago. It was at Phantasm. Phantasm. It was like 300,000 and made 11 mil. Uh, The tagline for this movie. Throughout history, he has filled the hearts of men with terror and the hearts of women with desire. True. Too long, but true. I like it. I'm like, that's you, you. This is what this audience is, though, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, the men are coming for the vampires, but the ladies. Women want some sexy, sexy time. Yes. This movie was directed by John Badham. Mm-hmm. Um, this was right after Saturday Night Fever. Ah, uh, that makes a lot of sense. Does it? <laughs> no, it does not. I mean, not like, obviously, but like stylistically and like some of the like aesthetics of it and the fact that he got such a big ass budget. Yeah. That's why you would get that big budget that he, for it. He went from Saturday mm-hmm. Night Favorite to this and then mm-hmm. later would go on to do uh, War Games and Short Circuit and a bunch of other stuff. Some wonderful fun films. Um, this was also this adaptation of uh, the novel slash play is mm-hmm. written by Doug. W.D. Richter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know what was going and on. John in 19- Williams did the music. John Williams did the fucking music. I was music. like, what? I'm not going to skip over that. I'm okay. sorry. Uh, but something weird was going on in 1979, the year of our birth. Maybe you and I have something to do with this phase where there were a billion fucking vampire Dracula movies that came out this year. Uh, love at First Bite. The, oh, I love uh, Love Hertzog, at First Bite. Uh, Noc- there's a movie called Nocturna. Mm-hmm. Dracula Blows is Cool. Vlad Tepes, Thirst, and Salem's Lot all came out in 1979. Is that why we love vampires, though? Maybe. Super into it. And my mom's super into vampires too. Yeah. So it all makes sense. I think a lot of, I think it's, I mean, obviously it's, they're hot. Let's just say it right now. Well, and you know, it's this, very sexual. There's yes. something about somebody like coming and like needing your like essence and your like blood and like your life force, like, and you can help them go on and be be there forever. Sure. There's something about like an eternal lover that's really, really hot. You know, and that's a great thing about Dracula. But I think that this is one of the first times they really f- pushed as far into the sexiness as possible. Because you have someone like Bella Lugosi, right? Who's like an 
intimidating, tra- entrancing fellow, but not necessarily not a sexy fellow. Mm-mm. But like with this, you're like, okay, it's all about the sex in this one. Like, and the thing that made me make sense about the Saturday Fever thing is just like the makeup and the hair. Yeah. It looks very much like I spend a lot of time on my hair and he hits it. <laughs> and he hits, he hits it. my hair. <laughs> but you didn't know I had that impression in me, did you? I am delighted that you did. And surprised, but also not surprised all at the same time. It is perfection. Um, so let's, uh, open on, <laughs> let's open on this film, mm-hmm. uh, which opens as so many Dracula films does on a boat. Yep, in the stormy seas. Uh, where something is unholy on the boat and is killing sailors. Yeah, left they're and freaking right. out. It is not good. And there's rats on the boat and it looks gross. So and, they find the mm-hmm. Kyle's coffin and like, okay, it's this motherfucking coffin. We're yeah, gonna it's throw this some problems. sucker overboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, Dracula's not gonna let that happen. And nope. comes with a fury, uh ripping throats out willy-nilly. And of course, this great moment and very uh picturesque thing that comes from dracula which is the ship captain like strapping himself to, to the wheel to the wheel mm-hmm. um which is such a ship captainy thing like i'm going down with the ship yeah, no matter what hold happens. on yeah um and what could be more scary than a ghost ship coming in with a dead person just strapped to the it's not calling the steering wheel what's it called uh, the, the ship's wheel. I should know better. <laughs> I love ship shit, and I don't know. No, the bow is the front of the ship. The the front of the ship, the actual, like, wheel. Um, Sorry, guys. We don't know that off the top of our heads, and we feel ashamed. That's so sad. No, but he also, like, do a close-up on his hands, and he's got a crucifix in his hand, right. too, so he's, like, been praying to God, and, like, he knew something on this is unholy, but yes. he doesn't quite know what. But didn't save him, did it? No nope. crucifix. Sure didn't. Uh, so then we cut to uh, Bedlam at the asylum, which is, is there anything more creepy than a disgusting old Victorian timey. London asylum because man nah and like it's like in Sweeney Todd we are just like oh disgusting not a place you probably want to be no. as we talked about even like mental health throughout the last hundred plus years it's, not ever it's been good kind of not great uh, but you know you have Donald Pleasance who's such a kind of in the, and I, his character in this movie delights me not only in his completely like he's just oblivious to everything never seems to be worried about anything he's really he's been amongst the crazies his yes. whole life you and get it's that like, he's like it's like background noise to him yeah it's like water for ducks back he's just like whatever just These walks people through are this asylum rioting. people are like ah let me out i love the cinematography in this can we just like it's so pretty it is but i feel like the muted colors are so strange so they they really like try to make it nearly black and white which yeah. i get but then they just make it so it's color but it looks black and white it's so odd i think that's just that's the thing that you're, you're just i i loved how I, I thought it drew me into the story more okay. just because it was like what is this i'm trying to see and I'm, I'm working to see what's happening just like they're working to try to figure out what's happening right and like also what's really cool is the setup of like the actual asylum it looks like like webs that they're kind of in underneath too yes and we keep getting themes that are going to come like come back throughout the film where it looks like webs are like spiders web encircling and them and who's who's being trapped by who right and i kind of love the dance of that because it is black and white you are you really get to see that that kind of pop um and i really do love donald pleasance as dr seward because that's pretty pretty awesome but this film does something that drives me bananas and i don't know why they do it so in this film lucy is dr seward's daughter right not correct and Mm -hmm. and then we have mina who is van Van helsing's Helsing's daughter. daughter and like you've switched the girls around which is super confusing and now mm-hmm. you've also made them related to people they aren't related to so every time i'm gonna want to say 
Mina in this film. It's actually Lucy. Lucy. So it's so confusing. I will try my best, you guys. For those who are hardcore drag people, it's, it's the a girls are flipped, right. so it's a little strange. Uh, but Mina, uh, who is portrayed as a very sickly girl, yeah, she's uh, been going through some stuff, and she's upstairs, and this she lives in the asylum too. But she's there to kind of take her rest and be calm, and you know we have a doctor so nearby. She's not hysterical, although like- Doctor uh, Seward does mention later that he's not really a medical doctor and like hasn't done that for a while. So he's. Like, gives her drugs though and you probably like, shouldn't yeah. just say, have some laudanum I'm like ooh laudanum's no good Brutal. for anybody uh, but we've I love that we uh, so she sees the ship uh, that is like out there in the rain and finds it out of her window uh, goes to go run out into the rain and then uh, finds uh, but they've heard bells tolling right before though too yes this is like so Lucy and me are sitting together and they um, you know are, are, are talking about the bells tolling and like hearing like sunken bells and like wondering what's going on they say that the bells are tolling to ship keep the ships away from from the cliffs mm-hmm. so that they won't crash. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then she finds you hear wolves. Uh, wolves are very prominent in this film. A lot mm-hmm. of wolf howling. Uh, and then finds a man in a wolf kind of coat looking thing. Yeah, it looks like his hands emerged like out of like being a wolf, but mm-hmm. like it looks like like furry sleeve cuffs or something. And uh, he takes his hand in hers. Mm-hmm. And we know she is already under the spell. Under the spell. Um, and I love uh, Jonathan Harker, who's played by Trevor Eve, just because this, you know, this movie set and right in that time period where most people are horse and carriage, but you got some motor cars coming in. Yeah. It's that so weird, like, that time, time change mm-hmm. in between, and, like, and like know, World War One. Yeah. Stuff. Who's like the new, like, young fangled guy who's going to have the motor car. Uh, I will say this mustache is not particularly this time period, but I well, don't. Well, neither is this hot kiss that they have on the side of the road. <laughs> You're like, well, Ooh. I was like, oh, that's not very Victorian. Uh, and they're not married. And they, they talk about that. And I was like, oh, it's very hot. But Dr. Seward's just like, eh, whatever. Hot, hot. I'm just watching my my little little daughter get tongue kissed. But that's fine. No problem. Uh, so Jonathan is, of course, uh, the attorney to Count Dracula, who has just sold Cardfax Abbey to him. So he's there to get find the papers out. done. Yes, and- but find mm-hmm. out what happened to this shipwreck, which right. is what happened to Count Dracula. Nobody knows where he is. Mm-hmm. All of his stuff is here. Most of his boxes seem to be filled with soil. Yeah, and Renfield's working hard to bring like Dracula's boxes out and stuff. And- yeah. Um, and so then we have Renfield kind of coming back uh, into the Carfax Abbey, which is repulsive like it's so it's so dirty and it's, it's a so, hot mess like you'd think dracula would want some i don't know he's sleeping in dirt so maybe you know like he likes the dead to be around because he feels like you know comforted because he's been surrounded by it his whole life yeah and he's making renfield lug these incredibly heavy boxes up mm-hmm. the stairs filled with soil um i don't particularly like this renfield dracula relationship it's not fun uh, you and i Usually know it's fun that renfield is the best right we it's love the best character character by far and but of course this one is not he, he i like him he's crazy we get that mm-hmm. but automatically dracula like disdains him and yeah, that's already like, he doesn't give it doesn't, you don't get the payoff right because he hasn't rewarded him at even a slightest but you have to give him like that little carrot sure to make him like be like okay i'll be yours forever done right and but he don't ever really get why and he already thinks he's like a moron and you're like if you think he was a moron why did you have him be your helper you should find somebody who you think will do a good job and he's like ah, he's worth this and like oh, give renfield some credit man right we like some renfield and he bat bombs him <laughs> and attacks him um and then uh they had invited bat bombs sorry i'm just like in my head like <laughs> it's great when you're just like don't you wish that when you were pissed at somebody it was like fuck you and then just bat bomb them and just like yeah. attack them yeah 
I wish I could. Uh, so they had invited the count for dinner, but yep. didn't imagine he would arrive since we don't really know where he is. Right. Because Renfield's like, yeah, I'll tell him. I'll let him know. And I'll, I'll, he'll, he, he probably won't come, though, is what he tells them. Yes. Basically, he's like, he's too busy and he's like had a long journey and all this. But shows and is hot dun, as hell. Dun, dun. Just, he walks in and takes over that room. Yeah. And all the women are like, woo. Yeah. Hello if, there, but sir. But it's, it's honestly true. If you meet somebody who has that much magnetism and is immediately like owns the room like that and is looking at you like the way he's looking at. Yeah. He looks into your soul. You're like. Charismatic uh, as hell. How could you resist? Yeah. I'd be like, cool. We're probably going to go home later. Like yeah. we're definitely, I think he looked at me and they were going to go home later. I think he gave me the look, right? Yeah. That that's was like, that's like the look. That was like the signal. <laughs> like that's like, <laughs> give me the signs. But I like that, you know, the, as much as this movie really take kind of tries to steer away from the kind of La Bella Lugosi corniness they mm-hmm. also no offense to Bella Lugosi let me not say but you know in the 1970s the 1930s sleeps would might seem quite corny mm-hmm. um, but they still call back a lot of the lines like no you know no thank you I never drink wine and those right. kind of things but Langella kind of like throws them off very flippantly mm-hmm. and tries not to make a big deal out of it like he tries to do real yeah real natural calm. Mm-hmm. he's very natural and like they even like it's it's great um, when Lucy tries to make fun of his place like why would anybody buy that dump basically she's like seriously and he's like I'm from an old family. A new house would be impossible for me. And she's like, oh, you have old money? Like, you can see, like, in her head, like, he's aristocracy. He's, like, He's a count. He's a count. He's different than these other people who are here. He's, yeah, he's royalty. And this, this, uh, you know, Lucy is engaged to Jonathan. Mm -hmm. and But you never, even though they share that first, like, passionate kiss, kiss, as soon as Dracula walks in the room, you're like, ugh. It's going to be a problem. Yeah. You can see, like, the triangle right away. And, and, And I like that Dracula has no problem of, like, wooing Mina and Lucy kind of simultaneously in the same room at the same time. Mm-hmm. and everyone can see what he's doing and you're just like nobody can really stop him no they can't be mad because they're like well maybe he'll make a choice because i feel like that's like also very of the time to like well i shall choose one of them to be my wife as jonathan stands by as you do very pissed yes yes um, and then we have a very uh, sexy dancing uh Lucy and, and Dracula have a little like, mm-hmm. let's dance count. You're like, oof, they're dancing with their eyes. They are dancing with their everything. And like one of the lines that comes out of this, like dance and everything is like, you have a great lust for life. Yes. I was like, ooh, okay. He does. Lust for life or something. We did get, we do get in this scene an incredible push pull on Mina, mm-hmm. which is the result of Dracula's push on her. Doing a mind trick on yes. her. He like hypnotizes her right away. And I was like, what a great, you get push pulled. Of course you do. Mm-hmm. Excellent. I always appreciate one of those. Um, and then swoons immediately from the push and has to be put down in that delicate Victorian lady way. Yeah. She's on like the fainting, fainting couch. couch. <laughs> yep. Get a little smelling salts. Maybe, maybe we'll give you some laudanum. And he's like, no. Dr. Seward, stop with your fucking laudanum, would you? Because he's like, please. But Dracula says, don't because you're going to poison yeah. her blood. Yeah. He's like, no, it's too much for her blood. Don't put it in don't there. Don't pollute I was like, her why blood. Is, don't pollute her blood. I was like, why is he worried about her blood? I was like, because he wants to drink it. But here's the thing. When we see, the first time we see Mina, she's a little sickly. Second time we see her here in this dinner sequence, she seems like she's already under his spell, right? right? Has he already bitten her here? It seems like he has, but we don't have any bite marks yet. I don't think he's bitten her yet. I it's think just, just under he, the spell. I think he just hypnotizes her right now. But she already Drax looks that. a little peaked. She's she, just she's of that all, way. Yeah, I think she's always been kind of like okay. a little sickly. That was her thing. Uh, but he just says, he's like, well, she has a pain in her head and I'm just going to take it away. Mm-hmm. Just hypnotize her. No problem right here, yeah. right now. And he does it. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, no and problem. She seems better. And they're like, wow. And I love this too because he like puts down the doctor a little bit and is like, I'm not going to do a bunch of waving of arms and mm-hmm. whatnot. I'm mm-hmm. just going to actually do this for her. Yeah. And uh, he does. And everyone's like transfixed by this. Like, oh my God, he really does help her. Yes. But again, both of the ladies have had their moment of him looking into their soul and both are already on his docket. Uh, so that night, uh, Lucy goes looking for Jonathan, who is staying. And she sneaks out at night from somewhere. her room because she's been staying, she stays in the room with Mina. So they mm-hmm. share a bed together every night as young versions, quote unquote, do. Right. <laughs> and so um, she does go looking for Jonathan, goes to be with him. And then in this time, Mina's alone, yeah. so Drac comes up. He's like, hey, I'm going to see, make sure that they're distracted. And Cl- while they're distracted, climbing down, down the, the wall, wall, like gorgeous. And uh, it was right at Mina's window, and she's so into it. She's like, yep, just going to start unbutting my she nightgown. She unbutts her top, yes. She's like, like, okay, oh. here we go. She's like, come on in, touch it. <laughs> yep, here we go. Um, and so uh, we we this is when we actually cut back to Renfield. Uh, if we, first time we see him eating uh, a roach. Roaches. Big Julia's and, favorite, I'm sure. Big and fat and juicy. Okay. Yum, 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 yum. Um, but this is the first time we see Dracula f- drop his little nugget to Renfield and say that he can reward you with a long and fruitful life. Yeah. But I must have your loyalty. loyalty. Like, mm. Do you want to? You already seem like you want to get away from Dracula, Renfield. What do you? There isn't. I don't a think sense he can. Of, I think he's underneath his spell too, in some some respect. But this, I feel like this Renfield's always trying to get away from Dracula, where normally Renfield wants to like. So he's push, trying to him. push from it. Yeah, I think he's trying to push from this like hypnotized thing that right. he's got. I want. I want a better relationship between them. I do them. too. That's he's my one restraints note in this in this film. Um, but then Mina all of a sudden wakes up the next morning, gasping for air, cannot breathe. Uh, and just dies. Yeah, she asphyxiates right there. And this is great because the doctor comes in and he does a waving of arms above her face and tries to slap her. I was like, this is the type of healing that Dracula was like, well, will not work. Yeah. But she, um, and they find out that she's got some little bite marks, mm-hmm. two little puncture wounds on her. And then we just cut to the, ne- like, where the next scene where Dr. Seward's just, like, eating a big hearty breakfast and, like, whatevs. Like, I just watched her die in this bed in my but house. This is how it unaffected he is by, yeah. like, the mayhem around him. Yeah. Because he literally is literally living in Bedlam. And, like, he's like, ah, oh, well, all right, of course, well, let's eat this breakfast. And Lucy's like, I can't, can't eat. Yeah. I literally just saw my best friend die. His, his doctor, eh, whatever. Um... But he, and I like, I love that he's eat. I think he eats in every single scene in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I love Donald Pleasance. He's so great. It's a little bit. Um, so then Jonathan's going to go let himself yep. right into Carfax Abbey. Yeah, he just walks up and is like, okay. I got a key. He has a key. So you're like, oh shit. And he goes into Dracula's place. And then this is great too, because Dracula like is behind something and just pops up. He's like, hey. He's like, oh, hey, well, welcome. Wasn't expecting you. And he's like, yeah, yeah I got a key. I let myself in. I was looking for you. Uh, and they asks him, uh, they, they like the customs need to know what the, what are in all of his crates. He's like, soil, I have a keen interest in botany. Like, yeah, you seem like the kind of guy who's going to have a keen interest in totally. botany. <laughs> Totes. Um, and then, so Jonathan drives away, but all of a sudden Renfield's in the back seat and it starts choking Looks like him. he tried to escape. So this is him trying saying, to get out. Help first me. of all, mm-hmm. if you're trying to get someone to give, help you to escape, why are you choking them while they're driving? Because he's got two, a dual thing happening because he's got Drax's spell on him, but I think. But he's also, please help me. Yes. Yeah, so he's like fighting it the whole way. And I think that's what this Renfield's, what they were going for with it. 
not super successful, but I yeah. think that's what the fight is. Okay. And so he's like, ah, and it, it just, he just sounds crazy because the things he's saying don't sound real. Mm-hmm. So he ends up getting committed um, and put into the asylum, and, of course, as you do. Mm-hmm. And immediately just like strapping him in, cutting that hair off mm-hmm. right away. And Lucy and had, had been, in, actually Lucy and her father had both been invited by Dracula after the funeral today. Once you put your friend in the ground, come see me for dinner. Strange invitation. Yes. Usually after a funeral, like, family want to commiserate together and have their own private time. But Dracula's like, no, come see me. And um, her dad's like, hey, you're like, Dracula wants us to come over for dinner. I, I don't think I can do it. Um, and she's, she's like, like, oh, I can. Yeah, I'll uh, go. I, 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 I could do it. After they had that hot dance the night before, she's like ready to see him again. Yes. And sometimes when you're in mourning, as you know. <laughs> so go look over there. And sometimes people will take advantage. <laughs> all beautifully lit up with a thousand candles, which P- shout out to whoever PA had to light all of those it's, candles. It looks like Beauty and the Beast or something. Do you yeah. know what I mean? They're like she's going to like the old decrepit castle. Yeah. And, and they're like, having that dinner table you know, sequence where he's way under the side of the table. Yeah. But he's so noble and saying he's the last of his kind. And they're mm-hmm. clearly having a little... Little and the act. way she'd gotten over there was kind of magical too. Like her carriage ride, it didn't look like there was a driver. Mm-hmm. There was no footman, but the like you know uh, steps came down for her. Right, the door opened automatically for all this magic stuff is happening. Sure, it is kind of a little beauty. It's the beast very too. beauty and the beast to me. <laughs> um, I there so when they when they do finally have this kind of moment in the garden together mm-hmm. where you know they want each other. Uh, this was my favorite moment in the film. I think is that. You finally get Mina, I'm sorry, Lucy, uh, Lucy and Dracula kissing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're like, yes, super hot kiss. Yeah. Then he pulls away, starts to go for the neck. And you're like, oh no. Goes up and nibbles in her ear. It's and the then pulls thing. away. And I was like, what? Dracula just nibbled her fucking ear? That never happens. That's that amazing. was my favorite. I was like, neck tease, nibbles her ear, hot kiss. Yes. And it was super, and she is way into it. And so is I. I thought yeah. it was very, very hot. Because he's like, maybe you should go home. And she's like, no, no, no. no. I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying right she's here. She's like, I never want to leave after that hot, hot, hotness. Because before Jonathan, their kiss was really hot too. But this is different. They have like a really awesome chemistry and connection. Um, this was cool. This was one of those moments too where we got a web up, up above mm-hmm. up above the sequence. And you saw like her being brought into the web and like her about to be trapped. And that's exactly what happens in this moment. But exactly at the same time that this delightful kiss is happening at the asylum, things are not going so well. Yeah, where- there's a baby that's gotten murdered. And a lady who had jumped out the window uh, after she had done it. And the woman, the mother, knows for sure that it was Mina. Mina. And they were like, Mina's dead. We literally just buried her today. What are you talking about? Obviously, she's already in the insane asylum, so she already looks cuckoo, kind of crazy. And still like, uh, what do you mean? But Van Helsing is getting smart to this and is like, actually, and he's doing homework and studying. Right, because they brought him out after Mm -hmm. Mina had been killed. And now he's trying to figure stuff out. So he's got a book and a spyglass and he's like reading through stuff. And you see him reading about these vampires. So he's got like garlic and stuff and like Mm -hmm. talking about corporal transference and vampires. Yes. And giving, gives Lucy a cross necklace uh, Mm -hmm. very pointedly. And tells her to wear it at all times. Yes. Please wear it at all times. And as they're leaving the graveyard, Dracula is coming into the graveyard to quote unquote, pay his respects to Mina. Yeah, uh, but that the horse that he is riding will not go anywhere near that grave. Right. Which is weird for Dracula's horse, which should probably be pretty used to vampirism. Yeah. And would throw him off it. Right. Mm-hmm. If that was the case, but it doesn't want to go new, I guess a near, near a new vampire, maybe. Maybe. So now, uh, Van Helsing has a test. Yeah. So he brings another horse into the graveyard mm-hmm. at night who does the exact same thing. And he's like, well, pretty sure she's a vampire. Yeah. So he digs up his daughter's grave and is like digging it up and they get to 
inside the grave and it is empty. Mm-hmm. She's not in there, but there is like a little hole on the side of the, the wooden box of her, of her coffin. So they crawl in through the box and there's this whole underground world. Mm-hmm. Um, he takes, takes a cross down there and it's so, I love this is the doctor up above with his cross and he grabs another cross. It's like, uh, uh <laughs> I got one of both hands. That's uh, right. It's good, right? Just watch out. Watch out. Either way, either way, either way. <laughs> cross, cross, cross. Don't get crossed. <laughs> Uh, but also cutting back to Dracula, who has now come back to seduce Lucy some more with his shirt undone. So, so you know he's up to some business. Yeah, he comes back to her door. And there's like smoke machine behind him. Yes. And fog as he enters that bedroom this time. And this is the one kind of sequence we get where there's color, right? This bright red. Red blood. That's what they were waiting for. Yes. They're like, we'll tone it down for the whole movie. But when they actually start doing the thing, because he says, you will be flesh of my flesh, blood of my mm-hmm. blood. You shall cross land and sea to do my, my bidding. bidding and he says i need your blood yeah. i need and then he gets into her and i was like Woo-hoo! yeah he needs he it. needs it yep and then cuts his chest makes her drink which yep. as we know uh vampires now she's one of but she's not just one of the rabble now she's something special because she's, she's shared his blood exactly right um, so then they uh go th- yes have this mind things yeah then like underground now there's a bat going on he drops the cross in the water mm-hmm. he's trying to grab the cross out of the water but all of a sudden mina pops up and she looked crazy now she looked like a fresh zombie person thing now black eyes and like black stuff like dripping out of her she's mouth like, Papa, Papa, but then she Papa. starts like speaking to him in german mm-hmm. uh, dutch oh dutch yeah because mm-hmm. he's uh from there mm-hmm. um and this is so great so this is like a sequence where he has to kill basically his already dead daughter who's not really his daughter anymore and you have Lawrence Olivier weeping weeping over his daughter anytime you have Lawrence Olivier weeping and crying over like a son or daughter doing anything like I'm just thinking about jazz singer right now too like he's so good at it Olivier wailing and weeping is art it is art art where's that super cut god honestly (laughs) I would love to find that if it's not already out there Olivier putting a note just so I can look for it later okay um, and make it if it's not. Okay. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, so Jonathan goes check on Lucy mm-hmm. who has been feeling, mm, and she looks not too She looks good. like, she, for, we find out she's in need of a blood transfusion. She's lost a bunch of blood. Turn the like century did. to mm-hmm. blood transfusion. And they have, and then Van Helsing's like rubbing, having people rub garlic over the, all the doors and windows. And like, basically he's like vamp proofing the house. Yes. Or the asylum. And he's, and, um, all of a sudden he's downstairs in this study and Drac walks in while he's having a drink and he's standing in front of a mirror, but he doesn't see Dracula come in because he's not in the mirror. No, no and reflection. Throws a freaking breaks the mirror. Uh, because mirrors are the playthings of men's vanity. He says. I just like mirrors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then also turns away from garlic. So, you know, he's got all the tests set up that he's failing. And then he's got a cross. Right. <laughs> but then he's like, I'm 500 fucking years old, man. I'm just going to hypnotize you and then you'll be dead. Uh, but Van Helsing's will is so strong. He's yep. able to resist. Yeah. Um, but then uh, the the cross is what actually gets him. Sacrilege, sacrilege. Yep. Turns into a wolf out the window. And runs. I always wish I could do that. Just be like, out. But wolf. I'm a wolf now. Wolf out. Wolf out. <laughs> ow, ow. That's because we watch too much Teen Wolf. <laughs> Teen Wolf 2? Two? 2? Yes. <laughs> um, and Electric I, Boogaloo, sorry. <laughs> I think this is a great, you have a ca- horse carriage Duran carriage also car chase mm-hmm. in this which is great because this is a what time this very brief time where you had Went this both. crossover mm-hmm. uh but then if you, you it's lucy who's driving this carriage trying to just get to dracula that's sort of like and her so, one goal yeah and jonathan and van helsing go up and they, they try to stop her on the side of the road and, like, if you stop me i'll kill myself 
Yeah. And they're like, no, girl, you're not thinking in your right mind. You are mm-hmm. like, there's something wrong with you. Like she, you're under his spell, basically. So so much so that she whips Van Helsing and you're like, whoo, that's bad. And yep. tells that she despises all of them. Yeah. But of course, they are able to hold her down. They stop her. Force her to go back. But Van Helsing and Send her back and put her in a padded room. Yeah. Well, luckily, you live in an asylum, so that's not that hard. Uh, so Van Helsing and Jonathan are going to go to Carfax Abbey. Yep. Stop this monster. Uh, but Dracula just says, gentlemen, how kind of you to call. Yeah. And he just like turns into a bat and like is able to evade them and like attacks Jonathan in the face. Yep. But then uh, what's one of the foils? Sunlight. Sunlight. So Van Helsing's able to like pull like some light into the room and like it it gets the bat off of freaking Mm. Jonathan's face. This whole sequence feels very Fright Night to me. I feel like this is a very similar sequence. I thought about that too. Yeah. Um, And so Jonathan goes back to Lucy. He's trying to Mm -hmm. figure out what's going on with her, telling her she, you know, he worships her. And I can't believe they let him in the room with just her alone. Like I I was, I was like idiots. Like she's not okay. And she's going to pretend that she's okay. And even Van Helsing warns him like, she's not what she seems. Yeah. But he goes in and falls for it immediately. And Uh, she vamps out. Of course she vamps out and says that Dracula knows everything you think, knows everything you do, uh, and turns into the black eyed fanged monster that we had seen before. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, cross is going to bring her right back. Yep. So she, yeah, she holds onto a cross and she's okay. Once they like come into the room, guess he yells out for them. It's such a weird uh, in and out of vampirism moment where I guess she's only ha- half turned. She's not she, full turned yet. Because she hasn't sucked blood yet. So she's only half. So that's why she can kind of go in and out of it. Mm-hmm. And she has these moments of lucidity where she realized the monster she's become. Right. Uh, and then back on. So then. Then we have Van Helsing getting final boy sequence kind of basically. Yes. Silver bullets, like getting ready for the big, big drag fight. And Renfield is also like, frantically trying to eat cockroaches and they catch him and they stop him from eating because he's trying to fatten up so he has enough blood yeah. to help yes. uh, Dracula. Uh, but again, Dracula, no, no, just disregards Renfield tomorrow, completely tells him that he disappoints him and just kills him. Okay, he comes in, into the asylum and like sneaks in as they've been waiting. And of course, like no one's ready for him besides our two like final boy kind of people. Right. Everyone else is kind of like, oh, I'm just eating dinner. And like, right. oh, like the sequence of like all the people in the asylum who like have no idea what's going on. But this is, you know, in Dra- in Renfield's final purpose is to serve his master. And he kind of does because mm-hmm. the whole purpose is just a distraction. Yeah. Because of course the inmates are going to go bananas and now everybody's going to be worrying about them, but not worrying about Lucy. Can I give a shout out to the guy who we never learn his name. He doesn't have a lot in this movie but just the guy who like was watching lucy's door i like love that little him. dorky guy who's like in the, was just eating his little food yeah a little like, back of every frame yeah. and like i don't know who that guy is but i like that I guy i love him um so he's dead there's instant instant chaos um but dracula takes lucy out the wall and says that you will join me in a higher plane we will create more of our kind yeah he's like i basically he's like i've had other brides before but you're gonna be the best one yeah you're gonna be the best of the best bride you're like all right that sounds yeah. all right totally uh so then this another carriage chase. another carriage car chase and it's jolted by a rock and the guy gets killed and yeah, now this the guy who's crashed. Ta- he's taking the final coffin basically like of, of dirt base to down to the um, port. And Dracula, of course, is already way ahead of them. He's already on the ship like out out guys mm-hmm. so now they have to control they have to find this ship they get a little boat like a little tugboat basically to take him out to the ship uh and leave dr seward behind yeah take him they go out find the crate with and they find it when they open in there and lucy and Drake are all snuggled up all cute inside You're like no. no but they found dead love guys <laughs> 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 Final love. It is. Um, so, Van Helsing. Endless <laughs> love. 
uh, Van Helsing is going to stake Dracula, but of course Dracula wakes up just because he last hesitates moment. just too long, like Always. looking at him. I'm like, why are you? He- why did you just not like just stake him right away? He is good looking. He, he is, is good, good looking. looking. I get it. So he looked at him. He was hot. I get it. or Whatever. But like, he doesn't stake him right away. Of course, his hesitation is his mistake, and Dracula like is able to pop up and like try to grab the- grab the stake. So you think the Dracula is going to stake in the heart? Actually, Van Helsing gets staked in the heart, yeah. impaled against the wall, um, which is very sad. And then we have Jonathan trying to shoot Dracula with a begun. And you're like, come on, man. I know this doesn't work. This guy's been alive forever. Uh, but Van Helsing, just the la- his last dying motion is to throw this hook, this yeah, big hook into this... Dracula's back, who then is pulled up into the sunlight. It gets hooked on it and, and set up by the mast. And he has a real good freak out up there. Yeah. Hooked up. Because the, the sun like so, comes through the clouds and like burns him up up there. Mm-hmm. But then does he fly away as a bat? It's like a his cape gets away. They like kind of sort of set it up for a sequel. Like yeah. Uh, but I heard uh, that Laurence Olivier was like, "I'll be in this movie, but you have to kill me at the end because I'm not doing a sequel." So like they wanted to set it up for a sequel. He's like, "No, no, no, no. kill me." And then like you guys go there. So he normally Van Helsing does not die, but this yeah, guy, that's he what does I thought. Um, so Dracula seventy nine. Here we are. Mm-hmm. Um, thoughts on this film? I don't as a when you're. This is always like a tricky one, like how you survive a vampire film, especially if you're like a lady who's going to be mesmerized. Because if you're under the spell, how do you break the spell? You have to have the will of Van Helsing to you, be able you to have resist. to have the will of Van Helsing or somebody to help you get out of it. Like it's almost like you can't do it alone, you know, which mm-hmm. is unfortunate. Because there's not really normally, a way to break it. Normally it is. Mm-hmm. Like you have to do it by yourself. Yeah. In these situations, you need a Jonathan or somebody else you to come in. need a team. To, yeah. Mm-hmm. A Scooby team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To find uh, out, old man withers down by the... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so gore factor is one, not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup. Two, a puddle of blood. Three, enough blood to gross out the average viewer. Four is a bathtub of blood. And run five is run for the barf bag. We give Dracula 79 a two, a two. for gore. Yeah, it's not super gory. No. Just little bit, little things here and there, like the hook in the back and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but, but you don't really get... Any, you get no fangs. You get no, like... You got bl- one fang. Like, not... Not, not from, from him. him. Yeah. You never get any from him. Yeah. And you never get the like, even when the bite marks, they're not bloody necessarily. No, they just look like, oh, puncture wounds. That could mm-hmm. be from anything, which is why you can, why they don't figure like stuff out right away either. Right. Um, sweet. Um, let's talk about movie ratings. Uh, Chainsaws, one, if you're desperate, two, barely qualifies as a horror film. Three, seen worse, seen better. Four, not too shabby. Five, fantastical. Um, I gave it a four. I really like this movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's Frank Langella looking sexy as hell and looking like a snack. Uh, would make me watch it 10 more times. That's probably why. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Very into him. Uh, I give it a three. I mm-hmm. gave it a scene worse, scene better. It's not my favorite Dracula on film. Uh, no, that would better ones still sure. go to Bram Stoker's, in my opinion. Yes. Because uh, Gary Oldman. I mean, you can give me Leigh Franklin Jello, but Gary Oldman, I will Motherfucking take hot. Yeah. over him all Any the time. Any day. Um, so next week will be the last in our 1979 round, which will be When a Stranger Calls. Yes. I can't wait. Wait for that call. Thanks, guys, so much for listening today. We love you so much. Thank you for interacting with us on the internet, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, all the things. Mm-hmm. We really do appreciate it. We love your suggestions. We have a lovely long list, and we love being able to add to it. Yes. Um, uh, you guys have great ideas and great things, and we really, really appreciate you. So we just want to say thank you. Thank you. And thanks for, for hanging out. being a friend. friend. Um, thank you for hanging out with our 1979 selves. Yeah. Um, we can't wait to do one more with you. Yes, we will see you next week. All when right. a stranger calls. Yeah.